So you can hear me fine? I can. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing good. Good Good to talk to you again, Joanne. It's been years. <laughs> yeah, it's been years. You're one, you're one of my earlier guests. And as I said earlier, this show has been probably one of the longest running shows since 2004. Yeah. Um, so pretty proud of that. But I've talked to a whole lot of people. And, and, you know, man, with everything that's going on in the world, I figure that we need to... We've got forces around us causing problems, but we might have some forces out there causing us problems, too. There, there is a lot going on, yes. <laughs> well, tell us about it, because you're the head of the Earth Defense Headquarters, it looks like, So, and you got a web- website for that. What, what, uh, what got you started in that? You know, once Mark started telling me about uh, his UFO stuff, um, we just decided it, that would be, it was, a, you know, it was his idea that I start the, the nonprofit, and it was supposed to include environmental stuff and all kinds of topics that don't normally get into hi- mainstream history and it just it's basically morphed into I really only use it for the UFO and alien education mm-hmm. so you know he's he's written many reports over the years and I sell them through the nonprofit so mm-hmm. and I I've, I've been speaking well except during covid I've been speaking at lots of conferences throughout the years since you and I first chatted so mm-hmm. 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 Okay, all right. So we're talking about defending Earth. What do we need to defend the Earth from? Well, and you know, it's again, um, well, there are things we need to defend it from, but it's also taking care of the planet and, you know, being smart and educated about what's mm-hmm. going on. And, and there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways we need to take care. So it's, it's basically about taking care of the planet more than necessarily de- defending mm. it militarily, mm-hmm. even though we do need some help. But uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so, so, so do you consider the Earth is under attack, either here terrestrially or extraterrestrially? Yes. Well, there are, there are unfriendly or non-friendly alien forces that do visit here regularly who are here right now. Mm-hmm who are usually behind most uh, many terrorist things, who are helping Putin with the Ukraine situation right oh. now, you know, have been involved with numerous things over the years, have been tried to invade the planet lots of times over the years. So, um, <laughs> Okay, so this is, this is interesting. This is the first time I've ever heard that aliens helping one country attack another. Uh, so why why do you think the the aliens would help Russia rather than I mean help the Ukraine rather than help Russia? No, they're helping the Ukraine. They're helping Putin. They're helping Russia. Okay, not- okay, okay. I got you. Okay, so they're, oh. so so they're they're the meanies then. They're they're helping Putin attack a certain a certain species. Yes, they're they're big on terrorist activity, but they'll and many alien species will work with a government. You know, heads mm-hmm. of states of government, you know, government people, yeah. and make deals. So, mm-hmm. 
It's all about power and greed, and you know if you know, don't you want to be take over everything, or mm-hmm. we can help you do this? But then they basically want you to be their slaves. So well, see that that don't go to see. I, I wouldn't mind making a couple deals uh, with the aliens. It depends on what they got to offer. By the way, Joanne, I've got on the website. I always try to have a poll questions related to the topic at hand with the guests that we're having on the show. Of course, tonight the two polls are Earth needs protection from. And then the the answers can be aggressive alien species, Democrats, the Death Star, Planet X, spider infestation, giant meteor, or fake viruses. So right now, the Ooh. results the results of that hopefully it doesn't offend you any. I don't know where you're coming from, but 75% says the Democrats need there we need protection from Democrats. I I don't know. Um, then the alien species, and then the Death Star. Look, man, you know the Death Stars out there. I know. All right, and then this other poll. The most and this is what this is right now because you were just talking about this. The most dangerous alien species, their choices are reptilians, insectoids, the Nordics, Alpha Draconians, the Moonies, the Palladians, and the Zeta Reticulans. Now, aren't the Zeta Reticulans aren't those the grays? They are one type of gray. Yes. Well, it seemed like there were a lot of top there. But anyway, the 73% say reptilians, and then the sectoids coming in fast, and then the Alpha Draconians. I I don't like anything with Draco in it because that always reminds me of some kind of demon man. I mean, doesn't, doesn't the name Draco? I mean, you don't want that. You wouldn't call your kid Draco. No, there, unless, there is unless a, a little species, Chucky. There is a species called Draconians. Mm-hmm. They are not. They are not friendly. They do want to. They do want to. Um, what do I want to say? They're not our friends. What can I say? And they mm-hmm. and they're also dealing with you know. And there's the the one thing to know too is there's a lot of fighting and problems going out in, going on out in space mm-hmm. among different species. And I will always interject that reptilians. There's more than one reptilian species. So for example, our military works with an a reptilian species that has been our ally since 1952. The mm-hmm. reptilian species that is working with Putin mm-hmm. is a different kind, and they're not our friends, and they have never been our friends. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so we got the 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 baddies working with Putin. So, are, is is an alien species helping the Ukrainers? I hope so. <laughs> I I can't say for sure because I haven't been able to talk to my husband much lately, but um, mm-hmm. I, I I do hope that. They're offering what assistance they can, you know, and it's interesting because just, and I don't want to get all political, but it's just like, you know, you have to be careful what kind of aid you offer. Like, you know, if, if we show up as the U.S. with boots on the ground and using our planes, that might be taken, that will be taken the wrong way. And mm-hmm. you know, we would be opening things up for World War Three, and we don't want that. So I guess it depends. And I, I think our allies might jump in and help if mm-hmm. if it's really the only option. <laughs> <laughs> well, because this is the, the the ones that are our allies, the Raptors. This is their home world. This is where they originated from. So they want to protect this planet more than they want to protect help protect us. Yes, you, I did just say that. Did you say the Raptors? The Raptors. Yeah, they're 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 very much like they descended from. Well, they still look like dinosaurs, but the Velocit the Velocit. Yes, thank you. The Velociraptor type uh, reptilians or dinosaurs. And they, yeah, those are their ancestors. Okay, so they look like that. They don't look like that. 
They do still look like that. Oh, they do. Now, so you're saying you're you're saying okay, there you go. So you're saying those creatures are driving spaceships. Yes. Seem like their claws would have a little trouble with the with the with the manual controls. You, you can you can do a lot with your mind. You don't okay. need to use always use manual controls. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So I mean, if, are they able to what what warp speed can they go? What if they're really they got I mean, so and if they got to recharge the dilithium crystals, really fast, and you can, they can, they use wormhole technology, so they know how to navigate through space using wormholes. Okay. Well, let me ask you because you said we're making deals with 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 species here. So is yeah. is this a species that we are making deals with? I I don't put them in the same class as the other kind of deals people are making. I I think maybe they've helped us with technology, but I'm not sure. But they've definitely helped our military uh-huh. through the years. Um, like there are other non-ally species that have made deals with you know big political types and big government heads and big business people. It's like we'll give you this much technology if you'll let us kidnap this many people and wow. take them off the planet and mm-hmm. you know. Negative things. And the reptoids, which is another, they also descended from dinosaurs, but they they look more human now, um, just through evolution over the the millions of years. Mm -hmm. But they worked with... um, Oh, ISIS. They worked with ISIS. So, you know, that's, that's again, they worked with ISIS when that whole thing was a huge deal, like in Syria and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now they're definitely working with Putin. They've been involved with a lot of terrorist-type activities. Um, we, we've got a very important question we have to ask at this point. Is is that a cat tree behind you? In my court, yes. I have three cats. <laughs> okay. And what's her name? Raptor and... No, Winston... Princess Charlotte and JB. Okay, alrighty. Okay, hey, well, let's get. Let's, Famous. <laughs> by the way, I want to welcome a few additional people who just jumped in our live chat. Uh, Bethany Ephraim, uh, Racho Mojave, uh, Robert Griffin, St. Matthew 6, and Joyce Plass all joined in the Edges live chat. If you're watching this program on our YouTube channel, the chat's on the right. And if you're watching this program off our website, chat's on the left. Both those run together. All right, so from those chats, Joanne, we had this question for Put Y'all Away first. Have you heard of Project? Pegasus, DARPA Time and Space Travel Program. I've heard of Pegasus. I don't know anything about it. I I know a little bit about DARPA, but nothing specific. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mark's written uh, several reports pro- go mention DARPA, and he might have been involved with DARPA. I think mm-hmm. his dad was too. Mm-hmm. Um, and time travel, I believe it's real. I believe Mark knows a lot more than he's able to tell me. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Okay, so Mark is your husband. Mark is my husband. And you mentioned that you're not able to speak with him. Is he on another planet? I have no idea. No. <laughs> he's, he's, he's in prison. He's been in prison for almost 40 years for something he didn't do in the early 80s. And that's a, you know, in, in his enemy's mind, that's a perfect place to keep him out of the hair of the New World Order type mm. people and, mm-hmm. you know, the people who want to take over the planet and... Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, so. got you. All right, so you say we're making deals um, with, with some some of the species. Are we making are we making deals with this reptilian? <laughs> well, I don't know who he is, but there's. Is he is he have he has he been seen on other planets? I have no idea. Okay. So, well, um, I mean, some, I, I, some, I know there's and even out in space, um, 
well, the Dracos are not friendly. The reptoids are not our friends. And then there mm -hmm. there are other reptilian species who are very friendly. Yeah. So well, um, it's, it's rare. It, it is rare that somebody would get a full color picture, uh, w you know, with a reptilian species this clear. I mean, so I hope they they're safe. I mean, I would be running for my life if I saw that. If I came in contact with that thing. How do we know that's real? Well, I mean, it sure looks real to me. All right, so here, let's get to this next question. Rose Renault says, I had an alien encounter. How do you know if it's real and it's not a my lab? Oh, that's a good question. I've never had a my lab, but I've never been kidnapped anyway. Um, that's a good question, and I know people that, you know, my lab experts would be Melinda Leslie and Misha Johnson and Lurian Fenton, but my, mm -hmm. Melinda Leslie would know that more. So I do have friends who have alien, mostly friendly alien beings come mm -hmm. to them like during their meditation, things like that. Mm -hmm. And in the early 60s, there was an interstellar treaty conference in England. So part of that treaty conference was that no human civilians or aliens were supposed to openly interact with each other. So mm -hmm. that yeah. treaty is still in place. It keeps mm -hmm. getting renewed. Oh. So it, it's it's very, un, I'm not, you know, so, you know, unless I hear more about that person's experience, it's like I've never come up close and personal with one of my husband's alien friends. They're just, you're not, we're not supposed to meet mm -hmm. openly and mm -hmm. publicly. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, so you describe, so you describe aliens as your husband's friends. Some of them are. I mean, he, mm -hmm. he knows lots of species and mm -hmm. several of them he's worked with. I mean, this is what he did in the military for the most part, dealt with UFO stuff, mm -hmm. spa military space stuff. D was he, was he ever at Dulcie? Yes. All right. Let's get another question here. It says, uh, why is it the American government is not willing to admit aliens exist and that alien abductions exist? That that's a great question. And you know, the standard the standard line for all these years has been that they don't think the public can handle the truth. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess for a lot of people it would be really scary and you know, religions would crumble and that would be terrible. Mm -hmm. Um just know that all the major, the leaders of all the major religions already know about aliens and UFOs and all that stuff, and, and they mm -hmm. help the military a lot with that. Um, I, and, and it's been, well, just these last few years, the last time I spoke, uh, I don't know, it was 2019, 20, I, I don't know, it was before COVID that I was at the la a, a, a conference. Um, and, and there were some Navy guys. The Navy guys that are famous now for, or well-known now for, you know, talking about the TikTok incident. But, I mean, the government knows all this stuff. The government's had lists and has all this information, and they have since it's been happening, you know, for, what, in the 20s, the 30s, the 40s. This has been happening a very long time. So, you know, Mark's dad was involved with it when he was, a teenager and then you know that was part of his military experience and it's right. always been Mark's experience and mm -hmm. so it's not that the government doesn't know they just aren't ready to tell us or be really open about it so I love that there's so many of us who are on doing grassroots efforts to educate people that this this is real mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. okay um, how about this question here 
It says, it says, Joanne, are the aliens really putting implants in abductees? I, I believe that just happened. I have had several friends and people that I've seen talk at different conferences that know they have implants, have had mm -hmm. implants removed, or they can point to an area saying this is where there is one. Again, I've lucked out. I, I've never had an alien abduction. I don't know that I have any implants, but... Mm -hmm. You know, I believe my friends would, that say they've had them. Or now, now, would you be a prime candidate for that, since you're sort of in the know? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I don't know why I'm so protected, but maybe it's just because I'm so protected. And um, I feel mm -hmm. honored to be a spokesperson for especially the information that my husband shared. And I mean, since... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, since it, I've been doing that, I've, I've had my own personal UFO sightings. Well, um, it, it could be the aliens don't like cats. Well, the raptors do like cats. They love cats. Whoa. So what? I don't know about the other cats. And, and They like them because they eat them? No, they just like them because they're cute and furry. Oh, okay. Well, um, oh, okay. Yeah, they do. They do like them. They're, mm -hmm. they're, they're raptors. I have so many wonderful things I could tell you about. I could talk to you for hours about the raptors. They are mm -hmm. scary looking, but they are intelligent and funny and mm -hmm. educated and have great family. <laughs> okay. All right. Tell me. Tell me a. Tell, tell me a joke that a raptor told you. Oh, see, I've never talked to one, so I, I don't okay. have any jokes. But. I, I was going to say, you know, two insectoids, they say two insectoids walked into a bar or something like that. Uh, all right. All right I'm sure have them. Okay. All right. We've got more questions coming in for you, Joanne Richards. Okay. Uh, this is from Bear, who gives our Bear Report, good news every week. It says, uh, why don't the different alien species just fight each other? Well, there is that going on. But, you know, our planet is a wonderful place. Number one, it's... It's a kind of a jumping off point or it's like a stopping point if they're traveling out in space. This is kind of on the way to other places. You know, our planet is full of wonderful resources, including humans. We're yummy. And and we're we sell yeah, we're good to eat and we're good to sell off to other species that might want to use us for not good things. But so a lot of a lot of species come here for vacation. I mean that's that's I mean it sounds funny, but they do. And but you know we have water we have resources it's a beautiful planet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They. All right so okay so when you say you say good to eat I mean. <laughs> we are yummy apparently. Okay I mean do they do they like to cook us broil us I mean you know put batter human batter on us I mean how what's their favorite grill us over open flame or something like that throwing some tomatoes and some onions. Not and specifically but the raptors when they used to eat us before they were allies they just eat you raw. I mean, they like raw food. Love, raw, they'll just, raw, they'll raw just gut you and start taking your innards out. Okay. All and right. And then just now, play with you for a while. Why, and then occasionally, when a, a, like a rib bone or something get caught in their in, in their in their fangs, I mean, do they got like? No, if they if they just chomp on that or if they throw the bones out, okay. I'll, I'll have to ask. So, have you ever given them a, a, a human recipe? No. To show your allegiance or whatever. Okay. No. All right. Uh, anybody in live chat would like to be an alien meal? Just drop a note in there. All right, man. More questions coming in for you, uh, Joanne. This Great. is from, from uh, uh, Rancho Mojave. Says, do you think that they are called extraterrestrials because they're not from space, but from the lands beyond the Antarctic? A lot of talk about the Antarctic. Ooh. I've just I've just always heard that term. Now there are several species, even though they're still called extraterrestrials. There are several species that 
originated here. And like there are several oceanic species. Some of them originated here and some came from space and just decided to live in the oceans and they've been here for a very long time. Mm -hmm. There are other species. There's a lovely little insect species um, that came, they were tricked into coming here because number one, their planet, their world was dying and they were told nobody lives here on earth, but they had really, they had the ability to do interdimensional traveling and they can cloak themselves and whichever other species tricked them into thinking there was nobody here on earth, you know, they wanted that technology. Anyway, they, they landed here when their mothership crashed and there were a lot of groups going to find them and, and stuff, but we, we, we won that and uh, Mark and his men and the military helped them set up a couple bases here. So, you know, there's probably billions of them now. They're tiny. But yeah. um, Okay. All right. We've got this question here. Is there any tr This is from Jade, our moderator of our chats. Is there any truth to what Lady Diana said, that the royal family are a bunch of lizards? They are not. The, the, the truth is, and I have the greatest respect for Princess Diana, but okay. the truth is there are a lot of alien species, including reptilian species, that visit the royal family as ambassadors, just like our government or other royalty would go visit the royal family because you would have meetings and, it, you know, the, the heads of state all know about this and they, you know, everybody's like, when you have, when you have a G20 or a G whatever, or, you know, when, and I guess they had one, even during COVID, like last year, uh, the queen hosted a big party, but you can still, and even like when in 2011, when Kate and William got married, you know, you've got the public meeting and, and like they, there was a big G whatever summit mm -hmm. in Paris right after they got married. You, know, you have the public meeting and there's usually also an alien involved meeting that pe no, people are not going to know about. So it's more that the Royal family and Britain had visitors that were reptilians. So not that they are. My husband knows them, and he assures me they are not reptilians. Mm, okay. Well, we have this question right here. Then it says, um, have the aliens ever complained about how much space junk we have surrounded our planet with? Now, you, that that's good because that ties right into you're talking about saving the planet. I mean, we're putting a lot of space junk up there. We are notorious for littering. And, you know, the, we've been going out into space at least since the 50s, and the aliens are not happy. They weren't happy with us then, and they certainly aren't happy now because, number one, they don't really want us knowing where they live because we tend to shoot first and ask questions later. Right. And we litter, and there's a ton of debris there, you know, ours and theirs. And I, I love, uh, there's a photo, I don't know if Mark sent it to me or he had me go look on the Internet, but there's a photo of, a place in the Soviet Union where there is just like a debris field. <laughs> Those are good images. Mm -hmm. a, a debris field of downed spacecraft and and different things, either from battles or whatever. And some of it's ours and some of it's not ours. But uh, it's just amazing that. And there was, a, I think, the photographer that took the picture was like a, a famous Norwegian photographer. But fabulous picture. But you know, there's, you know, if there's debris falling here, then there's definitely a lot of space junk. You know, just think about all the satellites that are out there, and then you know things die off, and then they're just floating around. So yeah, we're notorious for 
leaving a lot of litter out there. It's well, terrible. yeah, and it, I said well, we're also notorious for surrounding the entire planet with thousands of satellites. Nobody wants to look up there and see that. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, but sometimes. When you look up and you think it's a satellite, it's not really a satellite. So there mm. there are cool things flying around up there. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. All right. We've got more questions coming in. A couple more people joined the live chat. Gil, Kay, and Teflon Coat all jumped in the live chat. Put y'all away first. Says, Joanne, how many of these alien species are demons? I don't call any of them demons. There are definitely many species who are not our who are not friendly and who don't have any desire to be our allies. And you have to remember that all the alien species are well more, you know, their, their civilizations are older than ours and we're, okay. we're kind of the babies. And, and basically like the 1961 conference I mentioned, my husband was, my husband's dad was part one of the organizers and he was running security for that conference. And Mark was seven at the time and he got to be there and see the aliens coming and going and, you know, it's like they, the aliens didn't even want to accept us as sentient beings because we're such babies compared to them. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. well, I'm, going, I'm not going to accept their ass either. So they just back to them. All right. Uh, Rose says, uh, Joanne, do alien hybrids really exist? Are some of, are some of our own leaders uh, human hybrids, alien human hybrids? I, I could not point to which ones might be. I do know that hybrids do exist. You know, from a, a couple of, and I have seen one that I know of, who attended a conference I was having a booth at, and um, you could tell that he was a mix of reptilian and human. Oh. Uh, well, I I could tell something was different because. Mm -hmm. it was, because he was, you know, wearing gloves and uh -huh. he had a hat on and a scarf, and he just looked a little out of place. <laughs> and and Mark knew exactly who I was talking about when I went back and told him later, and said that you know that was probably a hybrid child of this per, you know, this alien and this person. And mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. and you know, I, I I do believe that different hybrids or whatever you want to call them have infiltrated for a bit, lack of a better word like to our congress and whatever so mm -hmm. there there is that going on and they may be just more humanoid looking mm -hmm. they may be one of the humanoid species but there there is some of that going on and i you know on the other hand it's too i have i have friends and other women that speak at these conferences who who know without a shadow of a doubt that they are the mother of several hybrid children so really now yeah. are, are are these the what they call the black-eyed children not necessarily, and they're not children that live on this planet, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't know that they've ever referred to them as black-eyed children, mm -hmm. but they just know that somewhere, you know, they have these hybrid children, and, you know, they're not able to have, it's not like they have them at their house. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Hey, well, I'll tell you what, let me let me cue something up real quick here. I think you will be able to see it. Um, yeah. It's going to be a movie. Now, we're talking about hybrids and such. This is what we call Frogman, which apparently some somebody is is turning well, into a frog. So the vaccine is effective and safe. Talk if you can. Now, now watch, watch his neck. Safety. What have you learned about serious side effects? That the product, the vaccine is effective and safe. 
Talk, if you can, for a moment about the safety. What have you learned about serious side effects? Yeah, that's reptilian right safety. there. That's, that's wrong stuff right there. serious side effects? And what can you tell us about the effectiveness of the drug? We know it was 95%. This is a... See, look. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I mean, reptilian, obviously. And uh, this guy's in control of a major pharmaceutical for a company. About the safety. And uh, what have you there he is, side by side with his, his species, his own kind. The product of the vaccine is effective. So definitely his own kind the right safety. there. What have you learned about serious side effects? About the safety, what have you learned about serious... So, so right there, Joanne tells us that these creatures have infiltrated the human species. No doubt. And, and, and two, I know well, at least one person um, who, because sometimes you come from an alien species and you choose to come to the planet, for mm-hmm. you, a lot of times it's for good things, mm-hmm. and you've taken on a human body, but you, you know, I have a, a friend and I haven't seen her in years, but, you know, she could, she could shift back to her reptilian, mm-hmm. you know, persona, like mm-hmm. when she's asleep or whatever. I never saw her do that. Okay. But. All right. We, we have another video here. This is the, the okay. famous Tic Tac one from the Navy. I mean, basically, it's almost as if they're telling us uh, this is almost like a the, the great reveal. Let's take a look at that. I mean, clearly, here's these pilots locking on to these UFO spacecrafts coming up. And they seem like they're quite thrilled that they were able to capture these UFOs. To me, isn't this isn't this disclosure right here, Joanne? Yes, it is. It, it is, and I love it. And I've met those Navy guys. Oh yeah, what they say about this? They, they stand behind what they saw, and they were all on like three or four different ships. None of them were the pilots, but they were on the radar ships and and things that was part of the fleet doing that exercise. So why do you think that they they allowed these videos to come out? Because this is clearly confirmation. They've been that they're here. They're here and they're flying in our airspace. To me, it's like, and I don't know why because. I, I don't know why, and I'm grateful that they were allowed to bring it out. It's kind of like you know, the government, well, the military knows exactly what Mark writes when he provides new material and reports for me, and most of it is not uh, real current. A lot of it is from the 70s and 80s when he was the most active, but it's like they know exactly what I'm saying. There's usually somebody checking me out at every conference I'm at, and I think part of them want to help with disclosure. So they and he always checks in with them. Well, can I talk about this or can I talk about that? And, mm-hmm. and but he doesn't talk about his U.S. military stuff. So I'm I'm really excited that these guys have been able to. Mm-hmm. So you know, so you can't deny that that's yeah, that. Now obviously you don't know, but what would you speculate? What species would you speculate of these? Uh, these alien spawn hybrid freaks flying in our which which species of aliens do you think they are? In this particular instance, mm-hmm. or any time? No, this right here. But I'm, I, you know, I imagine it's a guess. But what do you what do you speculate? What do you who do you think? I mean, just, the raptors, their big claws. with Mark. I thought he was implying it was the the little insect creature that I talked about that has been here since the 70s. But mm-hmm. I, I can't 
I don't I don't think he totally confirmed that, but he knew who it was. By the way, I think somebody actually was able to zoom in on that ship. I think we've got that picture. They zoomed in. Let's see. It's a side-by-side, -side, and there it is, the Tic Tac video. Somebody zoomed, somebody zoomed in, and uh, that's actually what's flying up there. Interesting, because from the, the video, it just looked like they were small, white, like, cigar-shaped. Yeah, but it was clearly far away. The, the picture yeah. on the right clearly is a zoom-in. So, yeah, I mean, from a distance, it looked like a blur. Interesting. Yeah, this is the exact same angle, the ship. The, obviously, the ship, uh, some sort of um, dilithium crystal-powered warp engines are propelling these creatures. No wonder the, the, uh, the Navy pilots can't catch them. Right, they, right. They don't, they don't have the technology. Yeah, the different aliens have phenomenal technology, I can tell you. Yeah. Okay, all right, let's get some more questions here. Um, Jade says, uh, Joanne, what does the secret space program do? It's always been, and I, apparently there's more than one spe secret space program, and when Mark was active and involved, it, the fleet he was, when he used that particular fleet, it was called the Deep Space Fleet, but... Um, it was basically to protect the Earth from any kind of threat. And so, and I don't know, you know, I don't know what it's doing now exactly, but there, it's like back when he was in active military, it was like any time there was a threat against humanity in space or on this planet, uh, you had troops, personnel, you had, you know, military people from many countries <clears throat> involved <throat> in trying to defend the planet. So yeah. it's going to, it's, several countries had ships that were part of that fleet, and they would work together, even though it was the middle of the Cold War, but mm -hmm. they worked together to defend the planet, and they yeah. did it numerous times. Well, Joanne, clearly, it's going to take all of us. Yes. Okay, all of us. And everyone in the live chat, you are part of the Earth Defense Headquarters, you don't even know it, but you actually are part just by being here watching the program tonight. All right, Joanne, we have this question from, and I believe here's an actual video of a UFO swarm hitting, hitting the planet. Teflon Coat says, do the aliens marry into our civilization? Do they marry? Like, yeah, do they, do they marry the humans, I guess. Capses? Yeah. I, I don't know that they would find the need to actually marry any of us. Um, I, I know, and again, the species I know the most about are the raptors. Sometimes they will take human mates as part of their harem, mm -hmm. but um, and they certainly do have marriages within their own species. I just don't know how many of them have an actual, you know, marriage this, this, ceremony. Okay, you're saying this guy here will marry. That's actually a woman. That's actually a female. That's a, well, then if it marries, then maybe he's a lesbian. No, she she she's actually that is a drawing of an actual raptor that Mark met when he was seven in mm -hmm. England, and she was like a teenager okay. raptor, and her dad was uh, her dad was is a prince of their empire, and she's now the empress. So she she takes mates to you know have offspring, <laughs> but I don't think she's been married to anybody. But I don't know. But I, I, I say it's best, that, it's best that species remains celibate, okay? Because otherwise you're going to have a lot of these creatures running around. We're going to have Jurassic Park running all over again. They, they are very prolific breeders. I mean, it'd be, it would be Jurassic Park with an attitude because you're, you're saying that they have intelligence. And I, I still don't they're, get how that those claws can 
run the joystick of the crafts and yeah, how they, I think they do it, it mentally. Okay. They don't they don't need to and and you know they have opposable claws. It's like it's not like they're useless. And don't make them angry because they've got very powerful kill class. I, I, would, I wouldn't want to piss one off. I mean, look at that thing, okay? It looks like, like you said earlier. <laughs> look like you said earlier. It'd be, it'd be dinner time, man. I mean, look here. Here's the cookbook right there. And uh, so I guess a raptor wrote that book right there if they're, if they're eating us like that. All right, let's get some more questions for you, uh, Joanne. Uh, uh, did the Nazi reg regime take part in creating some of these aliens? I don't believe so because there were a couple of reptilian species who actually were helping the Nazis until they pissed the reptilians off and they stopped helping them. But I, I it was it was because the, the aliens have been around a lot longer than we have, so mm -hmm. it, it would be more that the aliens were helping the Nazis until mm -hmm. they stopped. You know what? Why why is the Nazis always? I mean, they were supposed to be long gone, but they're really not, are they? No, they're always here. They're where they where they down they're down in the earth? Where 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 are they at, Joanne? Well, they they do have a base, and I don't know where they're all at, but they do have a base in the Antarctic. That's the only Antarctic base I know anything about. But um, they do have an underground base there, and they I, I it's well known that the Nazis were um, mm -hmm. you know traveling there to escape as the war was ending and whatever. Mm -hmm. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of information about Nazi presence in South America and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely one of the reports that Mark wrote about an incident that was happening in the, the later 70s, you know, describes the base in great detail and things like that. So. Mm -hmm. you know. All right. Let me jump. Let me jump out of the picture here because this is a, a screen grab from your website. Your mission. We present alternative truths that are not found in mainstream textbooks or media. And, uh, our goal is to help affect positive planetary changes and beyond. Well, I, I just have a hard time understanding how the raptor is going to be a positive change for the planet. But the goal is certainly noble, and I think everyone should work to affect positive planetary changes. What do you think? Well, any what's interesting and what I love about the raptors is, again, they're, they originated on this planet, and they believe in environmental well-being so mm -hmm. you know they don't they don't manufacture anything here well, 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 like wait 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 let me let me ask them because you're in the know join what is what is the ecological state of the planet right now oh we're in trouble we're in big okay, trouble okay tell me what's what's going on I, I well just you know all help all the cowboy people, out but um mark was saying in a letter the other day that i guess the un announced that Unless we stop using carbon, what is it, carbon fuels and whatever it's like, if we unless we go like over to totally wind and solar, the planet is gonna um, warm up by three degrees by the end of the century, and then that's just you know a death warrant. Well, hold, hold on, a, a company, um, I'm not sure what is it, is out west. I'm not sure uh, what state it was, but they just had to pay a 21 million dollar fine for killing. 180 eagles with their windmills. So how is that helping the planet if we're going to have windmills killing our eagles all over the place? Well, that that's that's not helpful. Um, there there are places who, but you know, there are countries who are way, way ahead of us in using non-oil based stuff. So or, or is it because those other countries don't have American bald eagles? 
Probably not. Probably not because Germany, I would not think, has American. You got vultures vote. over in Germany, so they don't, they don't even have real birds over there. I mean, some talon-looking <laughs> things, dragons and everything. So no. All right, all right. So the, so the earth. I'm, but I'm not. I'm not seeing the pollution level that you're describing. What, what are you? What are you? What are you saying? What? What? what how? What, how dangerous are we in this ecological situation? I think we're in a. I think we're in a very. I mean, it's like, and again, this is not my area of expertise. I, but I do know that we have not taken care of the planet, and you know, we're making strides, but we're not making them fast enough. So, and the mm-hmm. planet is, you know, I don't know. You're in Ohio, right? Indiana. No, that's Indiana. Yeah. Oh, we're, Indiana. That's we're right. better. We're a better state over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the the, the Ohio. Sure did. In, in, in Ohio, they call themselves the Buckeyes, so they're a bunch of nuts over there. Okay. I, I lived in Ohio for maybe three years, but, you know, Ohio mm. was fine. It was the, the crappy ex-husband I was with. But anyway, I'm on the West Coast, and last year we had a heat wave, and and I don't think that's just by coincidence. So, um, if you know, and it was 116 here one day, and that's just not normal, mm. and it, it's just going to get worse. Some people would describe that as weather. Yeah, but like for example, I'm in Portland, Oregon right now, and it never gets that hot here. And it was that hot here last summer for a day or two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I think that is definitely so, part so, of uh, global warming. All right. So how what what civilization caused the glaciers to recede off of North America? What civilization? Yeah. What what yeah? What's the civilization that caused all the uh, uh, the fossil fuel burning and, and air pollution that caused the glaciers to recede 100,000 years ago. What civilization did that? Because I don't, I don't like them. I don't know. All right. Did you ever? Do you think about? You maybe you should research that to find out why they killed the glaciers off. Because I, we I, still, we still got a few glaciers left. Now, I don't want to repeat whoever the hell did that 150,000 years ago. I want to know: Are they still working today? That's a good question. I'll have to check that out. Hmm. I'll tell you what, I, I'll, I checked that out over there. And uh, I was at, I was at, speaking of Glacier, I, I was at Glacier National Park. And uh, uh, they they had signs up a couple of years ago saying that, uh, well, I was thinking back in, back in the 90s, I had to look in the research. But they said by the year 2020 uh, that all the glaciers would be gone. Well, apparently they've added one instead of losing all of them. So I'm, somebody's doing some bait and switch. I mean, I'm still, you, you know, I, I'm still researching on this, on this matter. Good, good. All right, let's get some more questions for you. Okay. Uh, can you tell us about the Montauk project? I, I don't know much about it, um, so no, not really. Okay, and, and there's always this question here. Um, I'll just throw it on out there. I may have been in our chat twice. Uh, do you believe the Earth is flat or round? Round. Okay. Uh, what color do you like? <laughs> What's your favorite I, color? I love purple. <laughs> okay, purple. Okay, good, good. Hey, all right. Hey, that's interesting you said that because wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Because I got... Uh, I'm wearing all purple today. Oh, for, for what, like, like ease or something? No, it's just I love purple. I have oh, a look lot. look at that. I got your book and I decided on purple. See, that's that's My synchronicity. Book is purple. Well, it's magenta, but yes, that, that that's supposed to be me. Okay, okay, With okay. gray hair. Okay. Okay, we good. We good. You good. They good. My hair's right. not um, that gray. <laughs> uh, uh, is is Joe? This is from put y'all away first. It says is is Joe Biden an alien? Is he one of these shapeshifters I showed you the 
I mean, look, that's proof positive that the the head of Pfizer is is a shape shifting, no good bastard. Okay. I've never I've never had a lot of good things to say about Pfizer. So. Okay. Okay. All right. I do not believe that the president is an alien. No. Okay. Um, Do you believe he's asleep? He's asleep. Yeah, most of the time. Even when he's walking, he's asleep. (laughs) Oh, you don't have to answer that question. Let's move on because you're from you're 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 up there in. in, I'm in Oregon. You're in Oregon, so we, we, we can't talk like that to you. Uh, all right. Do you... I can tell you that his, his son that died of a brain tumor was an honorable military officer. Oh, look at that. I wonder if he's in the secret space program and they took him out. They might have. That does happen. You, you, well, let me ask you something, man. You're, These... dead and you're really going off to the secret space program. So trust well, me, that does happen. Well, obviously the, the reptilians have been making deals and they know stuff. They're dealing. They're um, working with Putin. Figures, figures they're working with Putin. But the question is, then, does the aliens know what's on Hunter Biden's laptop? I don't know. All right, let's get to this question here. Do you believe, this is from Jada Moderator, do you believe in Phil, Phil Snyder's story? He, he's the one that battled him out, had his fingers blown off, and then they killed him. I, I do believe that he, he would have been at Dulce. He was a civilian, so... Um, he would not have been part of the mission that my husband was at, and it was apparently at the same time. So mm-hmm. I don't not believe his story. Um, mm-hmm. I just know that he would not have been part of the military operation that happened to happen at that mm-hmm. same time. Well, no, so you, you say you're you're in Portland? Yes. Around Portland? Okay. So you're, you're hot up there. Now, see, here in Indiana, man, I can't plan anything because we're having record colds down here. It's going to be freezing tonight. Here it is in late April. And it's going to be freezing. I have to cut the water off the outside. So you traded your heat for our cold and, and, and sent your cold here, and we sent our heat up there. Well, that was just last summer. Who knows what's going to happen this summer. But we had snow this week. Yeah, we yeah. had a couple of inches of snow in Portland well, just well, how, this week, and it's hailed several times already. Well, how, and, you know, I, I thought it was all, 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 all global warming and everything. Well, there is a lot of global warming, but it, so it's missing. Where is it, where is it at? <laughs> where it at? <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it is. All right, let's look here. Uh, do you think, what do you think about the hollow earth theory? Do aliens live in earth? This question comes up quite a bit, uh, Joanne. Okay, I do not believe in the hollow earth theory. I do believe that there are underground bases. I do believe that there are tunnels going everywhere under under the surface. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that several species do live underground, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what's happening with the Stargates in Antarctica, and why are members of the world's elite visiting there? It's a great place to have a meeting because people can't go there, and, and all the news teams can't go there, and you don't probably have all the satellites, you know, can't see everything that's going on. So for my discussions with Mark, it's just that mostly, and there's there's probably, you know, again, I do believe that the, and I don't know all the bases that might be in the Antarctic. I do believe that the, the German base is still quite active. and um, But I do believe it's a great place to have secret meetings. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that would be my reason for a lot of bigwigs or political people and mm-hmm. you know, bigwigs um, showing up there. Yeah, somebody, somebody uh, said they had, uh, or they were talking about humans being abducted. And there's also a phenomenon out there as you're, I'm sure you're aware of, called uh, cow abductions or mutilations. And right. uh, I think somebody was out in the field and they actually got a video 
of, of a cow being abducted. Let's see if we can't bring that up here. Uh, stand by as we queue it up here and see if we can't get that going here. This is this is purported to be an actual cow abduction. Let's go ahead and roll it. Oh. Yeah, somebody somebody was in the field and they've got this video. There it is. There it is. <laughs> All right, so this is what happens. They, they, they this is actual video. They they take the cow up, mutilate it, and then they send it back down. Oh. So well, I, you know from from the report, you know, I, I my nonprofit has a report about what was going on at the Dulce base. Mhm. Mm and it's a report that was presented to the Joint Chiefs of Staff in 2001, and Mark, I don't know who wrote it all or who compiled it, but he he was one of a few military people that helped edit it. So even mm -hmm. from prison, people think he's still important. Anyway. So what, what are you saying? Did they frame your husband because he was too valuable? He, he, he knew yeah, too much? That, he knows too much? I mean, technically a crime did happen. He just wasn't there when it happened, but the kids who did it said he masterminded the whole thing. But basically, we believe it's it's the government or the New World Order people that want him out of their hair. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, mm -hmm. and he's done that, or they've done that. But, um, again, back to the Dulce report, it talks about the cattle mutilations and, you know, especially, I don't know if this applies to all cattle mutilations, but especially at Dulce when they were trying to create something that the aliens would drink, you know, like a nutrient, a nutritious, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, mm -hmm. liquid for them to drink. So they were, and they were testing on different animals, you know, what what would help make that the best thing. So it's experimentation. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the best way to do it as far as I can tell. All right, hey, about this here. Um can you tell us about the hybridization program taking place in Nightmare Hall at Dulce Base? Only that, and again, I don't have that report memorized, so only that, only that it did happen. The the report I have would go into more of that, mm -hmm. um, you know. And Mark doesn't really, he doesn't like to talk about Dulce. It was horrific. He was part of a, a rescue mission. You know, they were in and out of there in an hour, rescued like 3,500 people, mm -hmm. captured a couple craft. It was horrible. You know, the poor victims, they couldn't save as many as they wanted to. And it, w it was horrible. But the, the report that we have or that I have, you know, goes into more detail. Mm -hmm. Um. All right, this is from Jay. So what is your favorite alien species and why? Oh, I have like three or four. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear it, Joanne. Okay, well, I love the raptors. Okay. Number one, because Mark is so familiar with them, and they sound really cool. Okay. And number two, there's a couple of cat species that I absolutely adore and want to get to know. There's one that looks like a panther, mm -hmm. and, and they're scientists and artists, well, scientists and archaeologists, things like that, and they like to come here and, and explore and see, you know, where their species might have been here before. Mm -hmm. So I would really like to get to know them. There is a, a cat species. Oh, wait, what now? Pardon me? There's a cat species? There's several cat species. Well, tell us about the cat species, man. Are, are... Well, the one is, is a, is a pan, looks like a panther, and they can walk upright. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, good. So good. they're very cool. And there's another cat species that Mark met on one of his missions in space and brought back a, a few of them as, like, ambassadors here. Mm -hmm. And they're, I don't know, seven or eight. You know, they're very tall. They 
kind of have wings, like if they put their arms out, you know, their skin connecting their side. and their, So they look like okay. they have wings. They also can sing and hum, and they, they like to dye their fur, and they just sound delightful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a, a dog species that has mm. a base in Australia that their sole purpose here on Earth is to be merchants, and they buy up commodities and sell them to species out in space. Okay, like a will and deal. Okay, good. And, yeah, and the little bugs. I, I love, I want to hear, I want to meet the little bugs, the, the little, uh, what are they called? Oh, we call them Edith, but it's for, you know, it's an acronym. But uh, they look like what people call water bears, little pudgy jo- chocolate pudding looking things. They're very cute. <laughs> anyway, so those are my what? main favorites. <laughs> what? I'm probably missing a few because he's, he's described several that are quite friendly. Chocolate pudding looking things. Wow. Yeah. Man, I, you you're always breaking new ground, man. Love having you back on the show. All right, well let's let's get to let's get to that species and see if anybody's changed their mind on the uh, most dangerous uh, alien species. Reptilians still leading it. Uh, Joanne insectoids coming in, and then the alpha draconians. But I don't see anything about little little pudding little pudding pop they're, they're, aliens. They're I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. now that's gonna that's gonna turn the tables, okay? Because if you got you got these one reptilians. That's that's uh, making dinner out of us. Then it sounds to me like we should make dinner out of the pudding pops. No, no, they're very sweet, and they have energy. Well, that's what I said. They're sweet. They'd be, you figured they would be. Pardon me. You figured they'd be sweet because it'd be in pudding. <laughs> You're funny. Um, yeah, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'll turn the tables on them. But and they they have cool as small as they are they have cool uh, like energy weapons that can are really powerful so mm-hmm. they're they're amazing I, yeah. I've learned a lot and and there's there's some oceanic species that sound just delightful so mm-hmm. I this you know. this, this here would read to serve aliens man because I'm gonna serve them up because but I'm I'm still thinking the reptilians would be a little crispy when you fry them up all right uh, Rose says Joanne are alien spawns of the Nephilim. The the giant Nephilims? Yeah. Are they are they their spawn? I, I wouldn't think so. I would I would think they're each their own you know, I don't know how they evolved. It's that that's not a discussion mm-hmm. I've ever had with Mark how each different species evolved, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say they came from any one grand source, so no, okay, okay. Um this for freely speaking. Did the aliens make the humans, or did the humans make the aliens, or does Genesis six four explain everything? <laughs> I I am no longer a Christian, so we're not going to get biblical. But um, no, the the humans did not make aliens because they were around before we were, and mm-hmm. the aliens did not totally create us. What I have learned <clears throat> is that because some form of us was apparently running around when the raptor dinosaur ancestors were running around. Mm-hmm. But what I have learned from, and this basically comes from, you know, the, the archaeology cat species I was talking about. She's done some research on this because there was another conference in 1971 and there were like nine species coming to that conference saying, oh, we created humans, we created humans, you know, each one of them were claiming they created humans, so they should be the god of this planet and be in charge. And she actually discovered, and I don't know what her evidence was, because I haven't, I just don't know what it is yet, mm-hmm. um, that no one species created humans. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, Different Mm -hmm. species along the way have helped us. They've helped enhance us so we could thrive here on the planet. Mm -hmm. But no one species created us, so no one species should be in charge of us. So, so, so when Christians on Sunday celebrate Easter and they got their their Easter eggs, atheists celebrate raptors and their raptor eggs, right? The raptors do have eggs, yes. So, is that what is that what atheists do? I mean, I don't know what atheists do. I'm a pagan. I'm not an atheist either. Okay. What's the difference between a pagan and an atheist? Well, an atheist just doesn't believe God exists. I believe in higher power. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe in practice in Christian ways anymore. So mm-hmm. oh, I used to okay. be. A, okay. I was so a Mormon for sounds a long like, sounds time. sounds what you're saying. Is, what you're saying is you did. So you well you had a falling out or what happened there? Um, once I met Mark and we started talking about spirituality in different terms, I just mm-hmm. realized I didn't need to be a Mormon anymore, and I would rather mm-hmm. visit him than sit for hours in church. So it's no mm-hmm. big falling out. I just decided to stop going. Okay. Or, oh, okay, so so you're a Mormon. Is that a Christian? Yes, they are Christians. I, I, I don't know. Honest question. I don't, I don't know. I mean, all I see is there's like this it's big temple. religion. Mormons, LDS Church. Yeah. Or, or, to Salt Lake City. So I mean I you know I, you you've mentioned your husband several times so but so I guess it's maybe fair to ask does, does he have multiple wives? No, I'm the only legal wife he has. He's had multiple partners before. Multiple partners like well, he's had like lots party of, sex or what? Pardon me? Like 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 uh, party sex or what? What are, what are you saying? No, 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 no. He's just had multiple partners you know level uh what do I want to say? I I would I tease him and say he's a good polygamist. So he has he's had children with several different women. So okay, all right, he got kids all over, don't he? He does have children all over. <laughs> all right, now did, did did you got some from him? Pardon me? Do you got some from him? You got children from him? No, we met when we were in our forties, and he was already in prison. So yeah. Well, what yeah. were you doing in prison? He was in prison. I was I, I was um, I had been visiting. Uh, my roommate at the time that I met Mark, her husband is in prison, and so I'd been to visit him a couple of times with her, and I was visiting another young man at the time, just, you know, for socializing, and and um, she came home one day and said, oh, I met this really nice guy, he's a friend of my husband, his mom was visiting, and so Mark and I just started writing, and we're close in age, and I was fascinated by his background, and his family life and his family stories and stuff. So, you know, we started visiting and courted for like five years before we got married. Mm. So but we got married in prison. Yeah. There's, 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 but there's prison. some crazy stuff going on in those jail cells, huh? <laughs> there can be. All right. So is he looking forward to getting out and seeing you again? Well, I do, you know, when, before COVID, I would see him every week because mm-hmm. we have a house in California. So I would go see him every week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. During COVID, I'm in Portland to be near my daughter because I can't see him very often. I They have started loosening up some, so I see him every couple months. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll see him again in three weeks, so yeah, he does enjoy seeing me. Oh, well, that, that that's good. It keeps sounds like you're keeping him going over there. Yeah, we've and, been together almost 25 years. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, hey, you know, uh, so what, what's your what's your, what's your uh marital advice to people who are like unmarried or considering marriage out there. It's not like you've got considerable experience there, Joanne. I have considerable experience. They need to read my book. Um, (laughs) 
My yeah. my advice is get to know the person really well before you commit to marriage or a long-term partnership and make communication a huge part of your relationship. It can't all be about the chemistry. So there's a lot of important things you need to talk about no matter how good the chemistry is. Mm -hmm. So it, now, so he's a pagan too? He is a pagan. All right. So is it pretty fun being a pagan? He he practices his paganism differently than I practice mine, so I would imagine it's fun. Mm-hmm. Well, the Skype the Skype is making you look like you're shape shifting over there. I don't know what must have a bad connection or something. Something's going on here. <laughs> Sorry. On. Oh, there it goes. It came back. Wow. Okay. It, 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 the Skype was freezing and made it look like you were shape shifting. I'm not shape shifting. Okay. 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 All right. Um, a good question then. Did the aliens? Oh no, we just asked that question here. And we asked us about the spawns. Um, is there going to be, we have the Tic Tac videos. And yeah. we have so many people that have seen UFOs and so many others that have been claimed that they have been abducted by it. Is there, is there going to be a time when one of these crafts with your raptors and everybody going to land on the White House lawn and introduce themselves? Or is it always going to be this mystical, there, there's one up over there and, you know, somebody got an implant over there and they got, you know, little hybrids over there. I would like to see full disclosure sooner than later. And there was a timeline my husband wrote out for somebody. It's like, so they, they had a big conference in 1961. They had another one in, in 71. And then they've had smaller conferences since then. According to the list he made, the government's planned date for just setting a date for disclosure was not going to be till 2031. So I think the rest of us out here have made greater strides in, in providing disclosure than, mm -hmm. you know, I don't think the government's in any hurry. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's becoming more mainstream news. It's mm -hmm. getting in the news a lot more than it is. In fact, when I started working on my book, I was part of a, a writing group, and they couldn't figure out, you know, it's like, well, you know, why are you including this UFO stuff in your book? I go, well, because it's important and it's important to me and it's part of my life. And it's like, and then all of a sudden you heard in the news, oh, now the New York Times is talking about UFOs and da, da, da. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, I get it now. It's like, good, because it's, it's real and it's, you know, people are starting to get it and it's starting to be out there in the mainstream news. So, mm -hmm. I just want people to know more and more about it. And I, like I said, I've had my own sightings. So even though I hadn't had any when I met Mark and I was mm -hmm. just learning and believing what he was telling me, I have had mm -hmm. my own sightings. So. Mm -hmm. I think, did you mention you said you had another marriage or something? You had a nasty guy you were married before. Is that what you said? I've been married six times before, Mark. Six times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and most of them were terrible. Who, who, who's who's making these choices there now? <laughs> yeah, this has nothing to do with UFOs. Um, the choices, well, I, I like I said, I was a Mormon for a long time. So number mm -hmm. one, you you didn't live with the person before you got married. You didn't. You weren't supposed to have sex before you got married. So if your hormones are raging and you also believe in the concept of you know, and again, I'm a product of the 50s and 60s. I believed in the light, white picket fence and the happy family, have a bunch of kids. And, you know, I thought this is the way, it, you know, it should be because, you know, I'm a product of the 50s. And I, then I became a Mormon when I was about mm -hmm. 10 or 12. And, mm -hmm. and so it just seemed natural. It's like, okay, well, if you're a Mormon, I'm a Mormon. We get along before we get married, you know. Mm 
Mm. But then most of them turned out to not be great husband material. And, you know, they would look great mm -hmm. at church and not so great at mm. home. See how that goes. All right. So uh, seven, your lucky number? It must be. We've been together 20, almost 25 years. Okay. Sounds, sounds like, for almost 20. Sounds, sounds like a little breeding hybrid program going on there. I mean, it's yeah, some, yeah. some kind of breeding program going on. All right. Um, do, uh, oh, by the way, uh, Trump established the Space Force. Yes, I love that. Did he, did you think he knew that we're under attack? Every president knows a certain amount of the UFO stuff. Mm -hmm. They are read in as soon as they're inaugurated. They don't get to know as much as the military chiefs mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it always is. But he knew. And, and again, my thing is, if all of a sudden you're creating a space force, you've already got that in place, and you just now need to make it public because obviously mm -hmm. there's a need for it. Mm -hmm. Now, it's kind of gone the wayside with the way things are right now, and, and I don't know if, if Biden's letting that be as robust as it, it is, but, you know, it needs to be. Robust so. nothing. It seems to me he's canceled everything the previous administration did, good or bad. He just, like... If he sees if he sees Trump's name, he gets in some kind of frenzy, and he he's got to end it. Whatever he don't he don't even look to see what what's been done in uh, the space. Uh, you know, I, I've got some concern for the space program. It sounds like we need them around. We do need them around, and I am one of the first people who will say it's like you know people complain about the military budget, and I go, well, there's obviously a reason for it, and a lot of times. You know, we do have, like when, when things were happening after 9-11 and, and Afghanistan and Iraq and stuff, it's like we had boots on the ground well before publicly they knew the military was going in there. So, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm sure we have boots on the ground very close to the Ukraine, you know, keeping an eye on what's going on. So mm -hmm. I, just that's a personal opinion, and I hope we are, mm -hmm. and I hope our um, space friends are, I, I know they're keeping a close eye on what's happening there. So, mm -hmm. um, somebody pointed out they or they actually kind of a question sort of thing. And, and the cat species of aliens, can you trick them with a laser pointer? <laughs> well, considering I've never met them, um, I don't know, but I doubt it. They seem a little too intelligent for that. Okay, that was a good question there. Uh, for some aliens. Let's see, what's this here? Oh, for some, oh, are some aliens so beautiful that humans cannot resist taking part in the breeding program? That kind of brings you to the Nordics. Every time you see a Nordic, it's always some blonde woman. I and mean, I'm thinking, <laughs> wow, what what's going on in space? I don't know, man. You know. Well, it's interesting. You know the stories of um, Val Thor, I guess that was his name, like in the early 50s when this spaceship did land on the White House lawn or in Washington mm -hmm. and and – you know, they came out and they talked to the politicians like there was a beautiful young woman. And, you know, Mark was three. We'll just say he was three. He wasn't very old at the time, three or four. And uh, he was allowed to, with a few airmen, show that woman around Washington. And he just was even to this day, it's like, oh, she was so beautiful. You know, I don't know. There's there's a lot of friendly species who look really scary mm -hmm. and vice versa. So you know I don't know what would and and I would say that probably a lot of the you know the hybridization going on 
isn't are by they, choice. Are, 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 they, are they wanting to, to replace us? I think a lot of species, and I, I don't have a lot of specific information about the hybridization program, but a lot of species will kidnap females because they no longer have the ability to reproduce. So they just use the fem human female as a womb. You know, they just use our body as a womb, mm -hmm. um, just so they can produce their offspring. It's not like they want to have hybrid children with us. They want to have fully mm -hmm. whatever they are. Well, I, I would think that humans would not want this thing jumping on. Now you said this is a, a female, and she is. you didn't say that lesbian raptors don't exist. You just said this is, happens to be a female. So in the male version of that, I mean. It seems kind of kinky if this thing's going to be get, get, getting it on, doing the nasty. <laughs> um, they do, and apparently the human females like it, so what can I say? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> That's another discussion. Wait a minute. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that, that, freely speaking, I don't know if I appreciate that question right there. Um, so have you ever tried to contact these alien species? Now, you say you like them, and there's various species you do like. It sounds like you just read about them, but have you tried to contact them, get more information? I, I have uh, no for two reasons. Well, I do have a, a one of my spirit guides is a raptor, and she's communicated a little bit through a, a channeling person I work with, and mm -hmm. also I have felt her, or I'm sure it was her, one of several times when I've given talks, there's usually some spirit beings behind me. Now, my spirit guide, who's a raptor, is very much alive, but she can come through anyway. Um, but I could feel the presence there. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, honor the treaty that says, you know, I'm not supposed to openly communicate with them, so I don't. I don't try. So no. Hmm. But I do, I do, you know, I, I openly say I think my mission or I really want my mission to be really teaching humans about various alien species. And I want to have us all be kind of like the Men in Black movie. I want to sit down and have tea and I want to talk with, you know, I want us all to be in the same room or the same garden talking together. So. Mm -hmm. All righty. Well, trying to get everybody together. What do you, what do you suggest that people do uh, to help defend the planet? It's like I'm watching your movie there. I don't remember what movie that was from. Um, I do remember it, though. Uh, well, to, I, I know. Here, here's one thing. And, you know, it's like be, uh, I don't know how to, to say this, but um, I think be open-minded. I mean, there there is certainly things to be afraid of, but I would say be open-minded to the possibility that, these other beings exist and they're not all not friendly and some of them do want to have a relationship with us and some of us you know it's like if we were more spiritually in tune or whatever you know they might be more accepting of us and whatever whatever that means well, for you but um how can it be so vague though spiritually in tune and you say whatever that means that's alleged, this it's like I don't, I don't, again, I don't have all the, this, this is, this is the area that I'm learning a lot more about, but, you know, they certainly don't want us is, just running out into space and, you know, taking over and. Is there, is there a spiritual component with these alien beings? Yes, yes. There are several of them I know are very spiritual. The raptors are highly spiritual. Mm -hmm. So what does it mean to be a spiritual raptor? 
I can tell you, and I could read the quote that I have here, but it's like they believe in in everything in the universe being connected, whether you look the same or not, or whether you can speak to each other or not, but we're all in, connected in some way. It's just like humans are humans, like we're all connected, so why are we fighting each other? But mm-hmm. and, and just the beauty of the universe and how important it is and, and how what wonderful beings we are. So if, if I could look at a raptor and know, well, you know, you're just as cool as I am and you're this powerful spiritual being, you know, I'll look past your teeth. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you're, 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 you're raptor guy here and he's on a spaceship and he, and he's got to take a dump. I mean, how's, how's that work? You go to the nearest planet or what? I'm sure they have facilities on their, their spacecraft, but I mean, she, I don't know if, if the Empress travels in spacecraft very often. Mm-hmm. She probably is on her, because they, they have a vast empire out in space. Usually when you say so spiritual, planets usually, and things. Usually when you talk about spiritual, there, there, there seems to be usually a deity involved. Do the aliens have a deity? Not that I, that, not that I know of. It, and it's and more if not, like then how could you be spiritual? Higher power. Then how, how could you be spiritual if there's no deity? Do you want me to read my quote here? Oh, sure. Go ahead. Okay. So, it says, The galaxy's great spiritual thinkers from every sentient species have taught the wisdom of seeing beyond any appearance of lack or limitation. Because they recognized the natural perfection at the heart of all life, they saw the greatest possibilities. They knew that wholeness, beauty, peace, and harmony were always present and would express if recognized and embodied. These spiritual masters saw their world with eyes of wonder and awe, even if they had no eyes. They teach that each of us lack for nothing. Each of us is part of a universe so abundant that it is impossible to count or comprehend the reach and richness of it. Infinite means never-ending, never-ceasing, always replenished, always greater and more beyond imagining. You have access to the infinite. Your nature is part of the divine. And the divine is ever giving, ever pouring forth with everything and anything it's needed. The universe would not exist if it were not a self-sustaining and continuously expanding system. Each sentient life is part of this system and you partake of its nature and composition. Like the water that makes up most of the human body, the infinite abundance of the universe is inherent in and as you. There can be no separation or a canceling out. A defeating of both would happen and nothing would exist. And that's a quote by a raptor senator who was 300 years old in 1971. So to me, I need to study their religion more or their spirituality more, but it's it's very zen-like and several mm-hmm. species. Mm-hmm. That's well, it's what interesting. interesting. Like. So, so, so they got some zen going on. Right. Uh, probably some chakras got to throw them in there somewhere, and nothing well, worse than a. I mean, I don't know how many chakras a, a raptor is going to have. It sounds like a lot. Um, so you got that mixed up in there. Um, but who, who do they say created them? That's a good question. I'm going to ask because again, I know they they descended from the dinosaurs. So how did the dinosaurs get here on Earth? Right, unless they were created. Right, that's that is the question. Right. So, but uh, so so what you just said is, is Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. So in, in so what you said said to you is is more believable that in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. 
that's that's what I was taught as a Christian. Mm -hmm. But as you don't believe that now, you believe the Raptors created everything. No, I didn't say that. I, okay. I said uh, probably now I would believe more in like the evolution and and the the physics explanation of you know whatever you want to call it, the Big mm -hmm. Bang theory type mm -hmm. stuff. Okay, so you're you're you believe in a Big Bang theory. I just believe things are different than exactly the way they were taught in the Christian church when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I, believe, I believe in a Big Bang Theory. God said, let there be light, and there was, bang, there was light. So, I mean, that pretty much solves that problem right there. But you mentioned that in, in, in that what you read about perfection, well, perfection can only be created from someone who is perfect. So, that, again, that goes to a designer rather than evolutionary chaos, because order cannot come out of chaos. Chaos has to be ordered to, to be creative and to expand itself and to create perfect entities, like you suggested, we're all perfect. But only a creator, a perfect creator could do that. How, how did you just end up disowning that kind of thinking? Did I say perfect in this quote? You did. You said we are perfect and then you're perfect, I'm perfect. Everybody, every, everything's perfect. Interesting. Um, I don't remember saying that, but um, again, we're going to have to disagree on this point. I just don't believe in the, the Christian. Mm -hmm. Well, I understand. You're certainly entitled to your opinion and everything. I just, it just, it's intriguing to me how somebody loses s such a simple faith that that there's there is a God and He created everything and we're here for a reason and. He, our job on earth is to find out what that is, which you're obviously struggling to find out. Um, and, and I'm not, you know, it's like, again, uh, there's a lot of things I need to look at. I'm not, you know, I don't know that one being didn't create everything. Um, I just don't believe it was the Christian God that mm. I grew up thinking about. So. Okay, okay. So, so, so I don't want to delay every point, but what what turned you against that? There's something, something bothered you. What was it? It was it was no one thing. All of a sudden, it's like uh, one day I just realized that I I didn't need to follow that religion anymore. So, mm -hmm. and I was I was learning new things that intrigued me that didn't fall into the Christian belief system. Mm -hmm. So, so you don't believe Jesus loves no, you don't you don't believe Jesus loves you because you don't believe he existed. Oh, I believe he existed. Oh, okay. I definitely believe he's existed, and I've I've heard him speak through a channeling person. So he's a great teacher, and he's he's. I just don't think uh, <clears throat> he's exactly what everybody says he was. Mm -hmm. But I do believe he existed, and I do believe he's a great person and a great teacher, and there's a lot to learn from him. So. Mm -hmm. Have you learned anything from him? I have sat in a group with uh, the the people that I used to sit with, um, and uh, he would come through a channeling channeling person, mm -hmm. and we've heard several great teachers come through that person. So, mm. well, he, it seems like he's singular in in that he claims he is the truth, and we're all out here looking for the truth. Um, so, have you found truth, or are you still kind of looking and judging between what is and, and what is not truth? I, I and I think we're getting off aliens here, but um, 
I, well, don't don't I, the aliens? Well, if the aliens are spiritual beings, we're dead center with the aliens. There you go. Okay. Let's well, just, I'm, just, I'm just expanding on their spirit. I'm expanding on the raptor spirituality. spirituality. Where does the raptor spirituality lead us? That's what I want to know, Joanne. That's a good question. Jesus spirituality leads us to life everlasting, but I'm not sure where the raptor's spirituality leads us. Somewhere out in deep space. And I don't know if I want to go out there. Unless there's some of these... But I'm, I am intrigued again on, on, the, on the pudding pop creatures. <laughs> on <called> aliens. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Joanne, we're here at the end, end, end of the broadcast. Any, any final words you'd like to say? You go right ahead. Oh, I would, I would just tell people um, thank you for listening and keep an open mind. Um, I, I remember you and I disagreeing way back when we had our first <laughs> yeah. interview. So th this is yeah. good. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, I remember him. We disagreed then about things. But that, that's okay because I don't, I don't agree with everybody and not everybody agrees with me. So right. I would just say, you know, do your studies, listen to your gut, um, you know, talk to your higher power, whoever that is. And just discern what's right for you and have an open mind because, you know, the aliens are real and some of them are pretty awesome and worth getting to know. So, you especially, know, they may be here openly sooner than we think. Especially the cat, the cat people. That, that, I know, that, I can't wait a, to meet the cat people. I mean, man, this, 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 whole, this alien species is a lot more exciting than I thought if you got, you got <laughs> cat and putty pop going on. All right. Hey, well, Joanne Richards, thank you for coming on the Edge broadcast tonight. Thank you for having me. It's been, been a lot of fun. I appreciate you. And we'll get the video links once we get the editing done. We'll send okay. you the video links. How's that sound? Okay, that sounds great. Thanks, okay. everybody, for being in the chat. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>